This is the theme for the Minnesota. There's not as much production cause I need a smile to workload. The episode is mini, but the laughs are normal sized. And if it isn't funny, keep in mind it's improvised. Oh yeah, we're calling it a Marvel Minnesota. But that Marvel part's misleading Optimizing SEO Will we cover Marvel movies? There's just one way to know Like, subscribe and download The Marvel Minnesota And welcome to the podcast, War Tennis Shoes, the podcast where we watch and rank all the movies on Disney+, Plus, including the ones that aren't even there yet, because this is our <laughs> inaugural episode of Marvel Minisodes, the small episodes where we cover those movies where everyone has already said everything there is to say, so we can't really add anything to the conversation. Why are we even trying to get that content out there, people, to put out more episodes? You can't stop us. <laughs> so this episode of Marvel Minisodes does not cover a Marvel film. <laughs> it covers Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Which, for some reason, we all saw in theaters. Despite the fact, Bobby, I seem to distinctly remember you saying that you would never go see it in theaters. And, in fact, if you did go see it in theaters, you would eat a plate full of mud. I don't remember saying I'd eat a plate full of mud. That sounds like something you're making up after the fact. I heard it. Listen, I, we have it. It's a podcast. It's recorded. Let me, ju- let me just play it for you right now. Click. Oi, I'm Bobby. If I go see Avatar, I'm going to eat a plate full of mud. Fuck, I did say it. God damn it. Uh, well, don't worry. I got a big old plate of mud right next to me. Uh, okay, so here was my thoughts on this was, I knew at some point we're going to have to, we're going to have to watch it. It's going to end up on Disney Plus. We're going to have to watch it. And I had just watched um, one of the worst movies I had ever seen with one of the best friends I have ever had. I had watched The Three Musketeers with my friend Rob, and that movie was not enjoyable by any means whatsoever. But the presence of Rob and his jovial (laughs) expression and just energy around him made that film somehow enjoyable. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to see it. I have to see it with Rob. And if I watch it on my TV, it's just going to look shitty. If I at least go see it in theaters, I'm at least experiencing it the way James Cameron wants to jerk off on my face. Did you say germs, Cameron? I did, and it was an accident, and that's his name from now on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he says when he climaxes. This is disgusting. It's not even funny. That's just germs! <laughs> just yells it out as he fucking climaxes. <laughs> oh, God. No wonder he's divorced so many women. <laughs> Uh, okay, so somehow you ended up seeing it. Going back on your word, well, I hope that mud tastes good. Um, I also saw it. I didn't expect you to see it, actually. I went to, I actually saw it IMAX. I went to IMAX 3D at the biggest IMAX screen in Toronto, the Scotiabank Theater. Honestly, yeah. part of it was how much I hated rewatching Avatar, which I really did not like watching because I remembered sort of liking it the first time when I saw it in theaters in 3D. And it confirmed for me that I was like, you have to see these in theaters. Like, there's no reason to ever see this outside of theaters because they're terrible. 
So if I'm ever uh-huh. going to see it, I yeah. need to see it in theaters because otherwise, what's the point? What's the fucking point? We were all the same way. Yeah, like, that's, that was yeah, the that's why. what we were all thinking. And that's why this movie is apparently making another two fucking billion dollars. Good, get ready for Avatar Five. Jesus Christ, Avatar in a volcano, because uh, <laughs> he's doing it again. We're recording this at a period where we can now say he has fucking James Cam- Germs Cameron again. He has. <laughs> germs all over us all again because <sighs> this movie is on its way to making more than two billion dollars worldwide and i don't understand yep. it because it was so bad okay we're not going to go through yep. this movie because we oh. are doing a marvel minisode about a non- non-marvel movie and uh this marvel <laughs> minisode is going to run much shorter than the 17 hours that avatar the way of water ran uh so we're not going to go through all of the plot Although you really could describe the plot in about four and a half minutes if you really tried to. You could describe the plot in less than four and a half minutes. Do you want to try, Robbie? Tell me the plot in less than four and a half minutes. Uh, the white people come back. Which we, which you called. We called that in yeah, our Avatar yeah. review yeah. episode. White people come back. Uh, including um, uh, Stephen Lang. Uh, and he's hunting Sully. Jake Sully. So he runs away to the beach. There's a subplot about whaling. Bunch of extraneous characters die at the end. I My favorite part was the part where not only does this company mine unobtainium, they also kill whales. Yep. Just in case you weren't sure how evil they were. Um, I'd yep. say my, my summary of this movie is like when all white people show up um, in the first movie, Jake Sully ruins everything for everybody around him. For this movie, when just when he's not sure he couldn't ruin things anymore, he's like, you know what? I'm going to leave and go somewhere else and ruin other people's lives. Yeah. Which is exactly what he does in this movie. Yep. <laughs> First movie, he destroys the home of, of the blue Navi. And then he's like, yeah. that's not enough. Let's go yeah. kill some green Navi. I mean, like, m- m- maybe Avatar 5, Jake Sully will turn around and be like, I told you, Colonel, I did it. I did it. I destroyed the entire planet of Warrior. I was loyal the whole time. <laughs> this was the, uh, the, the plot all along. There was a point where, like, Jake is like, that's it. I'm going to give myself up and th- all of this will be over. And like from Natiri's point of view, I was like, okay. So not only did he lie to yep. her to get in her pants, uh, he then killed her father, destroyed her home, de- desecrated much of her planet simply by his presence, um, then uprooted her family to a new land where she had no friends and didn't know anybody, got her son killed and is like, okay, babe, I'm, I'm going to just going to give myself up. Like, from that point, she's like, yeah, you know what? It's it's better for me if you leave. About halfway through this movie, because it's 17 hours long, I needed to um, both go to the bathroom and then also get more alcohol to get me through the second half of the film. At which point I, I texted Robbie and I was like, oh, I'm halfway through Avatar. When I came back, suddenly the movie was about whale politics. Like, I honestly yep. felt like I walked I walked into a different theater. Like, like I accidentally left Avatar and I came back because the plot was totally different. Like, I really walked out at a moment where apparently there was a massive change in what this movie was about because suddenly Jermaine Clement was there. There, Everybody was whalers. And the main character was no longer – the main character was not Jake Sully. The main character was not Natiri. The main character was not any of their kids. The main character was not any of their adopted kids. The main character suddenly was a fucking whale. 
<laughs> who couldn't speak uh-huh. English. That the, the whale did did in fact speak because the whale would go. Yeah. It, oh, it's subtitled. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the whale went. And then, like, James Cameron wrote down, like, the Republican whales are opposed to the Democratic whales in the <laughs> whale Senate. And we had 17 votes last month. And, you know, we're trying to win over the, the whale from the District of Columbia. And it's like, this is movies about whale politics now, apparently. Apparently, the, the Navi can speak whale and the whales understand sign language. Yeah. Or invented sign language to talk yeah. to the Navi. I don't think those whales invented sign language. They can't do it with their fins. The sign language is quite complicated. <laughs> but as we, Rob and I discussed, they can clearly do some things with their fins as they have a whale tattoo parlor. Yeah, because those, ta- <laughs> those whales are tattooed. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. Those whales do have tattoos, and there is a whale tattoo parlor with a surly whale <laughs> tattooist. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like yep. a little whale tattoo chair uh, in the in the bad part of Whale Town. Yep, in the bad part of Whale Town. <laughs> is, 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 is that the whole ocean on the planet? No, no, no. Apparently, this this movie should be called "Shit's Gotta Go Down in the Bad Part of Whale Town." <laughs> oh fuck! That is a That's better good. title. That is a way better title. <laughs> That's a good title. Rob and I saw it in the AVX theater um, with the higher frame rate. Oh, you saw it with the HFR. We yeah, did, yeah. yeah. Um, and for me, the movie went halfway through looking like a fine enough CG movie to looking like that demo TV that's been playing Toy Story for five years on display at London Drugs. No, I know. Yeah, that is how HFR looks. I don't know. didn't do it for me. Peter Jackson used HFR in the Hobbit movies. I only saw the first Hobbit in HFR, I yeah. think. Um, I'm not even sure if I saw the second Hobbit in theaters, but if I did, I didn't see it in HFR. But... It looked terrible to me. I was like, this is not how I want to experience films. Um, but the first Hobbit was only HFR. It was like, yeah, what was it? 48 frames per second or 60 frames yes. per second, maybe. I can't remember. It, no, whatever it was, it was, it was high. This movie alternated within sequences. It would jump frame rates. The only explanation that I have for doing that was that he wanted to give us like he wanted like a tech demo like as if he was sitting us down <laughs> and like making us watch it be like 24 48 24 24 24 48 48 which one's better <laughs> which one's better as if like it's an as if it's like an eye exam and he's like is that better or worse better or worse better like what is the artistic purpose of alternating back and forth by the end of it i kind of hated both yeah by the end of it 24 looked blurry to me and 48 looked cheap and i was like both of these suck now thank you germs cameron i have a question yeah who who found out that whale's brains stop aging who was the scientist that got inside that whale the first time drilled up into its brain and said, mmm, whale brain juice. I'm going to drink me some of that. And then I was like, hey, I'm young forever. Yeah, that's it's funny. And it is funny to imagine. But that is based on reality because glands in actual whales produce a particular type of oil that was used in, I think, perfume. Um, which is what was so valuable for whaling. And that's <laughs> the metaphor that they're using. That's not a metaphor. It's a direct representation. Somebody actually drilled into a whale's brain and then swam around in there. And they was like, I smell great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on a date. 
<laughs> in Victorian England. <laughs> in Victorian England. They're just like... <laughs> they went out on a date and there's someone who's like, you smell great. It's like, where have you been? I've been swimming around in some whale's brain. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. I should market this shit. Okay, so th- this, this is harkening back to the episode where we said the person that invented margarine went to hell. Uh, I, I looked up whale oil. Um, it says it was used in lamp oils and to make soap. In the 20th century, it was used to make margarine. So that guy definitely <laughs> went to hell. Maybe that's how they make margarine in the space future in the Avatar world, too. And then it, it proved my point that uh, that they were downloading memories because Jake Sully goes, hey, I want to see that fishing memory again, and goes and views the fishing memory. And then Natiri goes, hey, I'd like to see that fishing memory, too. And she goes and watches it with him. I know. You were right. We were wrong. He plugs himself into the Matrix and then replays the memories. Sigourney Weaver's character in this movie. Uh, yeah. Treasus. Treasus? Fuck. All right, yeah. this is worth it just for that. Marvel Mini says starting with a bang with Treasus. <laughs> that's that's the title. I'm not going to get into the pervy jokes that everybody in the world is making about the lineage of Sigourney Weaver's character. The most fucked up element in this movie and the elephant in the room that is not addressed is, okay, fine, you kept the Avatar's body alive because it was pregnant and you wanted to give it birth. Why have you just been leaving it floating dead in a tank for 14 years? Uh, that was, yeah, that, that, I don't understand. That. Yeah, I, I thought it was creepy, because it just kind of floats in the background, and I'm like, so you guys just hang out with this floating body? Okay. Uh-huh. Especially because it carries a child, and it's like, it's just an object to them to, like, carry the child, you know, to term. It's very disturbing. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give my thoughts. I haven't really given my thoughts. I don't think I hated it as much as you, Bob. Okay, that, that, oh, that, that's fair. And I'm torn about this, because I walked out of it. And I texted Rob so he can confirm this. And my impression was, I was like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a hell of a lot more than rewatching Avatar. But I really don't know whether it's better than Avatar or Avatar's only enjoyable if you're like in theater, state of the art, 3D. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. We actually had that discussion very similarly last night was, was this better or worse than the first film? I mean, I kind of feel like it is just because Jake Sully is a less important character and he sucks. And even to the extent that he's in it, he's no longer really even played by uh, Blandy (laughs) McGee. So Weta is able to actually animate some acting onto his face in every single scene that he's in. The white savior aspects... I like the there's still weird layers of racism, but it's so complicated that I guess it's less obvious. You know, now they're like second generation blue people that are like saving green people. And, you know, (laughs) whereas the first Avatar was a terrible movie that had state of the art special effects and a pretty decent third act climax. This is a mediocre boring movie with state-of-the-art special effects and a pretty decent third act climax um so to my mind that's that's better <laughs> like it's way too long like it's way, it's way too, too long, long. It's it, way too it long. does not need to be that long and it's super fucking boring and i really don't know if i ever want to watch it again but i don't there are parts of it that i enjoyed I liked the third act, again, just like with the first movie. Like, James Cameron knows how to shoot an action sequence. The whale jumping on the boat, just ruining people. That was pretty funny. I thought that was I great. thought the whole third act was good. I thought, and then, like, with the underwater stuff, like, it gets into, like, Abyss-style stuff. Like, I thought that was that was good. And then it, I liked how they used the fact that it's a moon and the planet 
was moving between the moon and the sun to like create like two nights. It's weird that that this is the first time that's ever come up. You've done two fucking long yeah. movies and this is the first time you've ever shown that they have weird sunsets <laughs> like uh, well okay. they, did, they did it once uh it's the scene where they go to the the old hatch you know at the the climax of the first one they do an eclipse there my impression is i i moderately enjoyed it i walked out thinking that it was a lot better than rewatching the first one whether or not it is notably better than the first one i can't say i'm not sure if i ever want to answer that question but uh if I was going to rank it now, which I suppose we are, I will put it higher than the first Avatar. Can we rank it? I mean, we're cheating. It's not actually on Disney+. Plus. We're cheating. So what, what should we do? We got to do something. We're doing yeah. something here. What are we doing? Yeah, we, we got we to cheat. It'll be on Disney+, Plus eventually, and then we don't need to put it there. That was my motivation. I'm going to put it three above the first Avatar, which puts it above Reign of Fire and below the black hole for me. Um, I don't know if it's... That's definitely it. But in terms of walking out, seeing it with the state of the art 3D and kind of like experiencing the James Cameron spent 20 years trying to like impress me effects. Um, I was like, yeah, that, that's that's a bit better than the last one. So uh, that's where I'd put it. You know, I think what I'm going to do for my ranking is I have Avatar listed, I think, at like number 25, just above High School the Musical. You know, if I think I add an S and make it plural. <laughs> They're tied. <laughs> That's gonna about sum that up for me. I I put mine just under the first Avatar. All right. The length of time of this running time was so self indulgent. Like it did not need to be that long. No. And by the end of it, I was just like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Let's just wrap this up, please. Like it took me out of the enjoyment of the final act because it just went on for so long. I left the movie to get a drink and I came back and it was a different movie. Maybe I needed that. There's a shot where um, it's never explained and there was audible laughs in my theater, uh, including me, where uh, Jake Sully's kid starts talking to the whale and says, what happened? Why aren't you with your pack or something? And the whale, in subtitles, goes, yeah, I can't. It's too painful or something, right? And it's just... It just subtitles pop up and you're just like, what the fuck was that? The whale's talking to him. The, the other person laughing was me and I was right beside you. Yes, because <laughs> it, it's not explained. Um, the kid just understands whale now or was that for the audience? It's not explained if that subtitles was only for us. Because James Cameron doesn't give a shit. He just wants it to sound and look cool. <sighs> that was that was a Sean sigh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to our Three Musketeers episode. Audience, if you really want to know what that Sean sign means, watch our Three Musketeers episode, a full episode of the podcast War Tennis Shoes. Yeah, I mean, all I can say for my final closing thought in this movie is they left the jungle. I'm never getting the panther riding the pterodactyl. Oh, come on, Bobby. He's going to make so many of these. Eventually, that panther is going to ride that pterodactyl. I'm going I'm to keep a bowl of mud in the freezer just in case. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. The whale's braid was in its mouth so it's like the it's uvula was the thing that you connected to what happens if the whale swallowed a panther could it just like connect to the whale okay, if, if the panther was driving the whale as a submarine guy count me in the yeah he's driving, driving the whale, the whale from, from the inside there's still hope boys <laughs> <laughs> avatar 4 the panther drives the whale as a submarine <laughs> and that's the show 
If you have a suggestion for a movie we should cover next time, send us an email at thepodcastwartennisshoes at gmail.com. We can also be reached on Facebook and Twitter at podwar. That's at P-O-D-W-O-R-E. And if you like the show, give us a good review on your podcast platform. It really helps us out. We hope you tune in next time. Thanks. What a terrible name for the show. It's worse than the theme song.